What's up, family? Today is October the 19th, 2023. This is episode number 299 on Renell's Food for Thought Pod radio cast, brought to you by Renell's Real Talk Media Network. Brothers and sisters, today I want to talk about the fall of nigger rich the fall of nigger rich see brothers and sisters when we talk about nigger rich we like to go around and we like to floss things I posted a video earlier today in regards to watching another man's pocket Now, you can say other people do it in other cultures. And yeah, that may be true. But I don't care about a culture that don't have me in it. See, nigger rich is pretending that you got something that you really don't have. You got something that you really don't have. It's almost faking it until you make it. But this is nigger rich. The fall of nigger rich. See, when you see people ride around in cars and can't afford the upkeep on that car, you see the tags ain't been paid for in maybe a year or two. Or you see a car, nice car, shit is all busted up. Ain't got the insurance for the car. Or you see people buying shit just to put on a front for people who don't have to make themselves look good. And a lot of times the people that they try to put on the front uh, to show that they got so much, usually the people who they putting on the front for got more than what they got. See, faking to be something that you're not, it just goes to show you that self-esteem that I've always talked about. It's a big lack of self-esteem, not really knowing who you are. Because see, when you got to go on and put on fronts for people, you don't know who you are and your self-esteem is in the gutter too. Because you're putting on acts. And why you ask yourself a question, why, why do I have to put on an act for these people? Why? Because you care about what these people think of you. And usually the people that's thinking or may not even be thinking nothing about you, may not even care. But in your mind, you care about what they think. The act, the fall of nigger rich. We need to get out of that, brothers and sisters. We need to just be who we are. I'm sorry, be who we are. If we have it, cool. If we don't, cool. We just have to figure out ways to try to get ourselves in better positions. That's all. But the act of going around faking it, getting in the debt for shit, just so you could prove something. What's the old saying? Keeping up with the old, with the old slogan or the old saying, keeping up with the Joneses. Why in the hell do you have to keep up with other people? See, this is the last, well, this ain't the last one. I got one more episode until next year. And, you know, I, I've pretty much enjoyed a lot of this year. I've had my moments because I had my tragedies this year. But one thing I have always and never been about 
is trying to fake it. What's the old saying? Fake it for other people's benefit. They try to prove to people that I have. Because see, people who don't go around here dressing all flashy with the name brands and all that shit, we, in, a, in our community, not a, of course not all, we, in our community, the black community, we, we love to, oh man, they ain't got nothing. They, they, they poor. You know, like when you did when you was in school. A kid come to school, new, what, new semester or new, new year, and he got the same old school clothes, and you're like, oh, <laughs> look at them. They ain't got no clothes. They ain't got no school clothes. Look at them, look at them, look at them. And you walking around, you got the new kicks, and they don't, and you making fun of them. But yet, their family's buying a house and yours is still written an apartment on Section 8. But you're talking about them. See, we have to get out of that. And the best, the worst, or the best thing about it, we need to uh, change our children into not having that negative, fake attitude towards other people. Because nigga rich, if that's what you strive to be is a nigger rich person, you will have that nigger rich attitude as an adult and you will always be a fake person with low self-esteem and not really knowing who you are. And, you know, you look at a lot of our, our, our females today. They fake around. It's like you go over to a country to get money, but you got to do acts that are in what are inhumane so you can get that money and you think you got it going on because see a woman don't understand you can use your pee hole for whatever you want to use it for but in the end a man ain't gonna want you if you gotta build your money by using your pee hole and think a man is gonna marry you he may marry you, but your, 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 your marriage won't be but a short period of time. You are living a nigga rich attitude because you walk around with purses and you think that stuff is something that's important. When you look at it, it's not. You have females out there who walk around with nowhere near dress away all sisters dress. And those sisters got more money than you. Why? They don't go in front nigga rich. It's like you have to prove that I belong with you. It's like I can go to any restaurant in this city and eat. Any restaurant. Don't matter what the bill is, I can go there. Why would I want to go there? A lot of these places, are they're not that good anyway. You know, you get a little bit of food, and then they tell you, oh, man, this is some of the best shit, you know, in the world. And, and to a certain extent, it may be. But what do I got to prove that to? Who I got to prove that to? That I can eat in restaurants. And I can though. But who I got to prove that to? Why, what is there to prove? And like I say, the food ain't that great. The food is not that great. I done been to these restaurants. The food is okay. It ain't nothing to call home about and send out the, the Calvary saying this is the best food in America. But who is there to prove too. We always feel that we have to prove something to somebody. We prove something to everybody, but we can't prove shit to ourselves that we need to change the way we live, the way we treat people, the way we, you know, 
just behave, ask people. This is not based on women or men, it's based on both. Because women do nigger rich too. They front wear bags and whatnot. It's like ask yourself a question. You buy a fake ass Louis Vuitton bag or a Gucci bag from somebody who done stole something and you think that is actually living? You think you actually got it going on because you walk around with a bag that you know that you ain't even paid for? Or what little money you pay for ain't the money that it costs in the store? And people may say, well, you know, you know, if I can get a deal. No, no, no. When you got it going on, you could go to the store and buy these bags and feel good about yourself when you walk out that store because you got a receipt. Anything goes wrong with it, you can take, always take it back. You ain't got to walk around with a bag that you can't afford to try to front for other people. I love this story. When I used to go grocery shopping during my uh, first marriage, I would go and get my stuff, whatnot, and there were always there's there were always a couple that was in there. And I'm talking about they bags could be loaded to the I'm talking about loaded to the max. Where you know where shit's falling off, and they even got shit at the bottom of the basket. And you get in line. Now you get in line. She got like a big ass basket. Probably her basket is so full she needs two baskets. And what does this dude do? Hey, baby. I'm going to go get the car. He's going to go get the car because she's going to pull out. Because I've seen this happen more than one time, many times. She pulls out a book of food stamps. No, she pulls out multiple books of food stamps because it's going to take more to pay for those groceries. And guess what she's got it in? She's got it in a Louis Vuitton wallet. <laughs> and the nigga's gone to get the car. No, he ain't gone to get the car. He just gone out the store because he don't want to see. Because, you know, and, and the cashier would look at me and I look at my, I, I look and give her a smile and just, you know, kind of shake my head to the point where the lady wouldn't know what I was shaking my head about. So I don't have to deal with nobody's bullshit conflict when I leave the store. Oh, he's making fun of me. He's laughing. You know, I had to deal with none of that shit. But that's the kind of shit that, you know, niggery. And I'm talking about this is, this is, this is the kind of shit. This ain't, this is, you know, Lobster. This is crab because these, these these shits are sitting at the top of the basket. So you can't help but look at it. And always, always, there's always some kind of liquor. And it's so funny. Nigga Rich on the 1st and the 15th. And you got nerve to pull out a Louis Vuitton wallet. with food stamps and act like you got going on. Now it's like, nope. Ain't nobody sitting up there counting your paper. Your paper is right there in front for me to see. Uh, Food stamps. You got all these type of foods in here. You got a nigga and you pulling out food stamps. There's people out there who need food stamps and can't even get them. Because they're too busy giving them to people who fronting as if they got it going on. I was in uh, Dollar Tree last month. 
And there was this young girl in there. And apparently she put in her EBT card. And her EBT card, I won't say it bounced, but obviously it wasn't no more money on her EBT card. It was an EBT card because she said it. That's how I knew what it was, because she said it. And she went in her purse, and I guess she's considering, you know, she had she had her little girl, and she was up there whining and shit. She wanted a fucking toy, whatever. So she went on, and she paid. She went in there, and she pulled out a, a, a couple of 20s to pay for the items after the card bounced. And then she goes and get into a white BMW because she was parked next to me. I guess because I was in there about another five or 10 minutes, but I think she wanted me to see what kind of car because we spoke. I didn't try to hit on her. I just spoke to her, you know, speak friendly. So she goes, I don't know if she was waiting for me or what, but it seemed like it. She wanted not to wait for me for me to, to try to for, uh, for us to try to pick up. But I just think she wanted me to see the kind of car she got in. And it was a BMW. I don't even like BMWs. It was a, it was a, it was a nice shape, but it was an older BMW. And when she pulled off, once I came out the store, I was in my trunk, put my shit in the trunk. Then she pulls off. Her shit was smoking, and it was rattling. And you're trying to front in front of you. You were trying to front so I could see that you was. It's like people never know the type of people that are around them. One, I don't even like BMWs, and and never have. Two. You got a BMW, so what? You fronting with a fucking EBT card and you got a BMW that ain't in very good shape. Because if your shit is rattling and smoking, your shit is not in good shape. But then again, when you can't afford the upkeep on these cars, more than likely one bought new. Even if the shit is bought used, if you can't afford the upkeep on these cars, nigga rich, you try to front them off. That's why uh, many black folks will buy cars instead of uh, houses. Because, see, everybody can see you driving around in the car, but ain't nobody going to see where you live. See, my ex-wife works for a bank. We had a discussion once about that same thing. You know, you know what's up with your bank or why banks don't like to lend, lend black people money to buy properties? And I've already, I, I've, to be honest with you, I've done my homework before I even answered this question. But, you know, it's a good conversation because we bought, what, two properties together. So I asked her, and this is what she said, but it was pretty much like a, a, a survey because I got this from other people as well. Not just my, just, not just my uh, ex-wife who's, who's black, but white people as well. So this was her answer. Black people, banks feel that black people, we're not talking about no other group, black people will have their uh, priorities so screwed up, they will buy a vehicle buy a house and when the money goes wrong, they will let the house slide, but keep the vehicle. So you default on your home loan just to keep your vehicle. Because, see, the vehicle makes a lot of people feel like they're important. 
That's why people like to front with vehicles. This last story, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, you know, bounce. I was in a chat room a couple of months ago. I told this story before. I'm going to tell it again because I, I, I feel it's important for this shit to sink in. That's why sometimes when you go see a movie more than once, you each time you see something different that you missed the first time. A sister lived in Fontana. She's black. Now we were on live chat because I figure, you know, when you're on these apps or whatnot, it's best to be on live chat. So I know who the fuck I'm talking to. Not some bullshit text that I don't know who the hell's texting me, but a live chat. So sister says, when we, you know, uh, when, when are we going to meet? Yada, yada, yada. I says, well, right now my car, because at, at this particular time, uh, I cracked my oil pan on my car. And I was I was at a I was at a real down low period of my time in my life. And I didn't give a shit about no car or when it got fixed. Why? One, it was parked in my driveway. It wasn't on the street. So the sweep the street sweep wasn't gonna give me a ticket. So my car sat for two fucking weeks, two and a half weeks before I decided to put the shit in the shop. I wasn't in no fucking rush for it. Because to me, I can catch the bus or I could Uber. It don't matter to me one way or the other. Because see, I am not that fucking proud where I'm not going to go and use public transportation or Uber. I'm not that proud. I don't have a problem with it. I did that before I ever, ever had a car. I got my first car. I was 19 years old. So what the fuck would I care about a bus? So what? Anyway, sister emails me. No, yeah, she texts me back a little, uh, uh, what does it call it? Uh, uh, a gif? Is that what they call it? The, the video where it was a jalopy that was breaking down. And she just, it, it, with, a, with a bunch of laughing emojis. Okay, okay, cool. You know, I respond back. So, we're talking. And she's like, uh, I'm going to show you. Now, here's a 53-year-old fucking woman. I don't give a shit how good she looks, but because she, she did look good. But still, here's a 53 fucking year old woman. She's got to get out. Now we, we're live chatting. She's got to get out the car to show me what kind of car she had. She had a 2017 Mercedes something series. 2017. You know, I don't know why people always think cars are supposed to impress me, but they don't. Anyway. So she get out of car to show me the car. I'm like, okay, a nice car. Then she proceeded to say, I want to buy three properties because she does some type of social work type uh, deal and she wants to open up her own social work type of uh, house, you know, to help people, homeless people, so she say. So she, she wants to buy uh, three houses. But she said, first, I got to buy my own. I don't have I don't have my own house. I says, oh, so you don't you don't have a house, period. So I said, well, how much debt are you in, ma'am? She says she started counting them. She owed a hundred something thousand dollars in student loans. But she said she didn't have to pay them because she was on some fucking program. Okay. So I says, well, uh, how much debt are you in personally? 
She says, I owe about $62,000 and I'm about 40, 40 something is into the car. 40 some thousand dollars is a car debt, but the rest, you know, personal debt. So I says, first of all, so now I had a checker. I, you know, it's like you, you wanted to go there. So I'm gonna check you. I says, first of all, my car is not working because it's not working. At the time, I didn't know it was an oil pan. So that laugh in the mo that 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 that, uh, that broke down jalopy. It was you know it's funny, but I don't one I don't have a jalopy. Two, you don't even have a car. I said you don't even have a car. To, I said you don't have a place to park your car that you owe forty two thousand dollars on. That's a twenty seventeen, and you're talking about me. I said my car is in my lot on my property, and she got real quiet. And I said, you know what? I've been a property owner's uh, a darling. Because I usually call females darling. I've been a property darling since, uh, what, for over 30 plus years. And about two minutes later, she says, oh, I got to go. I got to get back. Excuse me. I got to get back to work. I said, you have a great day, darling. You know what? I never talked to her again. <laughs> Excuse me. She didn't call me and I didn't call her. Why? This is a broad who thought she was going to try to front a brother because she thought my car was a jump, a jalopy. And that I was a broke brother who didn't have no money. I'm just a brother who ain't got nothing. You know, like a lot of sisters think. That's why I would say to my brothers out there, never tell a female what you got. Because one, it ain't none of her business. Unless you're married to her. But if you ain't married to her, I'm giving a shit if she's your girlfriend. You ain't got to tell her nothing. She's not your wife. Nigga rich has fallen. It really has. Get out of that mindset of nigger rich and get back to reality of being who you are. And then once you become who you are, you never know. One day you may actually be rich. And you won't have to go in front nigger rich. But until we meet again, my brothers and sisters, nigger rich has fallen. The fall of nigger rich is real. This is your brother saying I'm out. Peace out. Till next time. Remember, after this one, we got one more for season 13, and then we're done for the rest of the year. Peace out.